Assessing the damage in Gaza. Today, Monday, July 28th. This is The World. Hi, Marco Werman. During a lull in the fighting, a reporter ventures out into Gaza City and finds a lot of rubble. It was not just a house here or a house there, as we'd seen earlier, but it was like just a whole block shot up. Plus, trying to figure out when Ramadan starts and ends. Some prefer more modern methods. Others do it by sighting the moon. So you're encouraged to be a digital Muslim, and you're encouraged to be an analog Muslim. Whatever gets you good. And a wild aquarium for Brazil, courtesy of U.S. builders. The aquarium, Aquario Seira, is very futuristic, full of these curves and sort of has these legs almost that jut out to the side, which reminds me of a lizard stretching along the boardwalk of the beach. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, celebrating people living with medical technology who are giving back to their communities. Apply for the Bakken Invitation Award and earn a $20,000 charitable grant for your charity. Learn more at liveongiveon.org. I'm Marco Werman. You're tuned to The World. Back with you after two weeks away. And yes, I was on vacation. But honestly, it was hard to unplug from the headlines especially with the horrible news coming out of the Mideast. We'll start with what's happening in Gaza today. There's a lull in the fighting there now, in part because of the end of Ramadan. Happy Eid al-Fitr, by the way. We'll hear later on the world about how Islam and astronomy converge to decide when that festival begins and ends. But first, that pause in the fighting in Gaza. A 12-hour break this weekend gave William Booth, a foreign correspondent with the Washington Post, a chance to get into the hardest-hit areas of Gaza to assess the damage. He took his smartphone as a sort of notepad to record what he saw. In Shijaya, we saw whole apartment blocks leveled, huge bomb craters, impassable roads, lots of dead animals, lots of smells of dead people still in the rubble. What was shocking to us and to the people of Gaza who who walked back into these neighborhoods who'd been gone a couple of days was the scale and the extent. It was not just a house here or a house there as we'd seen earlier, but it was like just a whole block shot up. During the heavy fighting when this destruction occurred, where were you hunkered down in a hotel? Well, we weren't hunkered in the hotels. We could move around pretty well, but in some of the areas of heaviest fighting, kind of on the fringes, like the front line, right along the Gaza fence, where there were like Israeli tanks, those areas were too dangerous to go into deeply until Saturday. Right. So what was that like for you? You're kind of now going to be introduced to these areas that you've been hearing, the concussions uh, happening, major destruction perhaps, but you didn't really know. What was going through your mind before you headed out to these really rough zones like Shijaya? Well, it's one of these things where you're getting closer and closer to the place and you're starting to see the first bits of damage and then heavier damage. At this point, you're off on foot, right? So you have to leave the cars behind because the roads were impassable and you start walking and you see a house down and then another house down and a bigger house down. And then you turn a corner or what do your colleagues do or, you know, one of the gossip people are waving at you and you turn the corner and you're just gobsmacked by some scene of destruction that is is larger than you had uh, anticipated. It's not just a small family house down. It's like a big apartment block or a big crater. And so um, so you just kind of march through and you use your iPhone 5 and you take pictures and you take notes and then you try to grab 
people on the street to do quick interviews with, but at the same time, you're trying to move fairly quickly and fairly efficiently because at any point these ceasefires have ended, right? So so both for the reporters and for the people in Gaza, there's like a hurry up, you know, like people are moving fast. People aren't gathering and, and having conversations on the street or, or taking moments to do things like the Ga- people in Gaza are just going in and getting their stuff. And in those few moments, those few minutes where those residents of these places like Shajaya and Bet Hanun are kind of looking at the damage, overseeing it, how are they reacting? I was surprised by the silence, that the streets were quiet, that you didn't hear people like wailing and yelling and, and shouting about the Israelis. People were shocked and they were stunned and there was a, a quiet maybe also because the cars couldn't get up. So you're just kind of walking along this rubble-strewn street looking into houses and buildings that are, aren't really there.